Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get active care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. After my heart attack, Cash from Active Care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Report. It is <clears throat> September 21st, 2020 in the year of our Lord. Thank you ever so much for uh, for dropping by. Yes, and that's my chair making noise because you guys missed my birthday and didn't get me a new chair. Sorry, we're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Again, thank you ever so much for coming. The Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com. 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 And, you know, we've made some uh, additions and some changes to the website. You need to go right now because now you get a twofer. A twofer. That's not a one-fer. used to be a one-fer. Now it's a twofer. Two-for-one. You can actually access the Swanson Report on FightBackMedia.com. And from what I understand, you can actually access the uh, FightBackMedia.com website on the SwansonReport.net. What? Yes. That's called cooperation, folks. That's called we are banding together with 43 days to go until the election. And it is important. It is it is very much important that we understand the importance of this election and what's going on. 
And last week, with the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that just turned the heat up to 1,000. It turned the volume up to 11 for my Spinal Tap fans. It turned the volume up to 11. And um, it's important that we're able to uh, under, understand that. Now, my advice to everyone is to stay calm and stay focused. It is, it is going to be very, very easy to lose one's focus as we move through this process in the next 40 some odd days. Early voting is going to start probably in the next 30 days or so. So it's going to be real easy to lose focus. And there's, and and it is my view that a lot of people on the left want you to do just that. They want us to act out in inappropriate ways, you see. They want us to say stuff on on social media that's inappropriate that doesn't help us and we just and we just can't. We cannot afford at this juncture in the game to make any mistakes. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Or, or what I'm saying? We cannot afford at this point to make any errors. We 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 must not we must not make any errors at this point. And, and the thing is that we don't have to. Nothing, I'm, I'm telling you, nothing right now is out of the ordinary. And I know it, and I know everything right now seems out of the ordinary. Nothing is out of the ordinary. There are guidelines right now for the place that we are in history. There are guidelines. Thank you. Thank you that the founders did just that. The founders took care of how Supreme Court justice vacancies get filled. And they were very, very clear about it, which is which was super helpful, <laughs> you know? They were very helpful. It wasn't in any Elizabethan, you know, Elizabethan, Elizabethan, yeah, you know, old English. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was an America English, American English, America English. <laughs> Good gracious, Lawson. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, so we don't have to. We don't have to freak out. We don't have to wonder. There, there aren't, there are not any constitutional, there are not um, any constitutional questions or issues. There aren't, there are no constitutional issues. There are not. The president can nominate a Supreme Court justice. The president can nominate a Supreme Court justice. That is completely okay. There is there is there is no constitution constitutional issue with that. When there is a vacancy it is incumbent on the president to do that. Now, 
Does the president have to do it right away? No. Does not have to. But can. If they so choose. And at, and when that gets done, it is then in it is then up to the Senate to either confirm that nomination or to deny that nomination. Here you go. That's it is it is that simple. That I mean it, it truly is that simple. So anybody else who says anything else is wrong. Now, people will bring up this happened and this happened at the end of the Obama administration as well in March. Um, President Obama nominated a Supreme Court. I mean, there was an opening in the court because of the death of Antonin Scalia. And the president decided that he would nominate somebody. And of course, from a political standpoint, Republicans threw a hissy fit. They did. They did. But whatever, he was perfectly, President Obama was perfectly within his constitutional rights to do so. I mean, that's a, just saying. He was, he was perfectly within his constitutional rights to do so. And the, the Senate, that was then controlled by Republicans, decided that they weren't going to let, they weren't going to let the president's choice through, be confirmed, which is also within their constitutional preview, uh, purview as well. You know, this, this idea, well, you didn't let Obama's person through. No, they don't have to. And if the Senate was controlled by Democrats, there would be three vacancies in the court now, probably. Because there'd be no Kavanaugh, and, there, and there's one more. Um, there'd be, and, of course, there'd be a, a place now they would they would hold those seats open until the Democrats took over the I mean took over the White House again. This newcomers, kids, this is how this game is played. I saw a comment um, on um, where was I? It was on that new app, which I I don't know if I like that much, frankly. Um, the one that everybody thought was was a good place to go as a free speech plat platform before I, when they thought TikTok was not, was on the way out, they were sure of it. Everybody's so damn sure of every damn thing, every damn time. And they've been wrong every damn time. Um, news clapper that someone, someone commented, I'm so sick of this tit for this tit for tat. So, so that's how, you know, it's funny how it's always been. You've, some people have just been, been have been able because of that to live their lives in such a insulated fashion and insulated style they've not ever had to worry about it. Somebody always took care of it for them. 
We are, in this country, we are spoiled rotten because other people are willing to get their hands dirty in some of this crap. And because of, of their people, others, other people's willingness to do so, it's always worked out for the people who didn't want to pay attention. I'm, I'm not interested in politics. I don't want to hear about it. This is important. But we've been able to... See, this is the, the beauty. I'm, 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 taking a side, I'm taking a side road here. Um, this is the beauty of our system. This is the beauty of a representative republic. And it's also the danger of the same thing. That you don't have to participate. You don't have to vote. You don't have to know what's going on. You don't have to know who the president is. You don't have to know who your mayor is. You don't have to know who your school board people are. You don't have to know who your county commissioner commissioners are. You don't. You don't have to know a damn thing. You don't. And for the most part, your life will move forward day to day, unabated. Because somebody else is already taking care of that for you. And the only time that you'll care is when something that's in place doesn't fit what you want to do. That's it. And then you'll say, well, somebody ought to make, somebody ought to make a law. This doesn't seem right. You know, <laughs> you go, well, how'd this happen? Well... You remember all that political stuff that you didn't want to hear about? Yes, well, there you go, and that's what happened. How come the taxes are so high here? Uh, you remember all that political stuff you didn't want to hear about? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. So it's kind of an interesting thing. So for some people, it doesn't, it won't matter to them who's on the Supreme Court. It doesn't matter. They don't care. They are coming at this because it doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair. They they didn't want the, they didn't want Obama to do it. Thanks, kids. Remember, y'all remember what I say, right? Y'all remember what I say all the time about the left, right? Like a bunch of twelve-year-old girls, right? A bunch of twelve-year-old girls. But now they got the incel boyfriends out there who are willing to burn crap down. Can I can I talk to the adults in the room for just a second? If one side threatens violence, if they don't get their threatens violence in your city threaten to burn threaten, they threaten to burn down your city they threaten violence on the president they threaten violence on you if they don't get their way these are called terrorists there isn't any other way to put it you know, I, I posted on Facebook. God, I got to get on Facebook at some point. Hey, can some really rich, smart, I mean, some really rich and really smart conservative come up with a, a Facebook alternative that, that doesn't suck? 
that would be very cool. The governor is governor of state of Florida is making an announcement. Let's see what that announcement is. All right. Okay, you're talking about defund. He's talking about defunding the police. Um, the state is not going to allow municipalities to defund the the police, and that's a whole that's a whole thing. And there are some, uh, and, and it's and the, unfortunately, it's happening all over the country. There's this this push by the left, by the radical left, to defund the police. And the the governor of the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is standing at the podium, and behind, directly behind him, is Grady Judd. Now, if you ain't heard of my friend Grady Judd, you 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 better know. Uh, Grady Judd's person is is, is, is the um, sheriff of Polk County, which is the county just east of where I'm sitting. And he was once quoted as saying that if you shoot at my deputies. They will shoot you back. <laughs> they will shoot you back. That's all, and that's all there is to it. Uh, you, you, it, it, it it's, a, it's a blunt, non-political, no-nonsense approach to making sure that things are as they should be. Now, if I go to, if I go through the comments, oh, apparently, they, anyway. Early on, we had audio problems, so everybody's going, yawning and sucks. Yeah, like, I'm not sure what they're talking to. There you go. A top fan of this writes, cannot hear, H-E-R-E. Okay, morons. Anyway. All righty. In any case. So that's that was going. That's that's what's going on. I just had to jump to that real quick. But in any case, here's the deal: um, there isn't any reason why the president cannot nominate a replacement for um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She dies, you know. And and kids, let me talk to the kids for a second. Kids, the the grownups have been talking about this for two years. Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been sick, really sick, for two or three, maybe four or five years. And the adults around Washington, D.C. have been talking about this for a long time. A long time. Now, I know that she is a big champion of the left, and I know that she's um, all this stuff. But you know what? Do you know what? Unfortunately, she has passed away. She is, she has passed away. Sad. And her death, unfortunately, is going to be politicized. She's a, she's a Supreme Court justice, or was a Supreme Court justice. It's going to be politicized. Friends, stay focused. Stay calm. Get your if you have a Republican Congress critter or a, or a, a Senate snake, 
make sure they know that you're good with them. Confirming the president's pick, if that's what they so choose to do. I know, Susan Collins, I know, and Mitt Romney, I know. Screw them. How about that? Again, stay calm, stay focused. Just because there's somebody else pushing the other way, it does not matter. It doesn't matter a tinker's damn what Mitt Romney has to say. It doesn't matter what Susan Collins has to say. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what Michael Steele has. It doesn't matter. See, this is this is part this is really part of the tearing away that you see in, in the Republican Party. This is just the tearing away. And a lot of and, and a lot of people don't have not gotten that. We are in a completely different place. Trump has pushed the pushed the party and and the people in America in a, in a place that they wanted to. I mean, actually, hadn't pushed him. He had basically let them go in the direction they wanted to go. They've been trying to get the Republican Party to, to move here for years, but they didn't have enough they didn't have leaders who had enough gumption to do it obviously John McCain was not the one he was not all mavericky he was not a maverick not at all and of course Mitt Romney was not you think about the only two people that of the three people that the Republican Party has, has put up Right now, for I mean, to be uh, to be president, the the last three people were John McCain, Mitt Romney, and Donald Trump. And Donald Trump wins. What's that tell you? That that tell you tells you that that constituency had been waiting for Donald Trump, that things were just ripe for Donald Trump, and they still are. And one of the things that, and one of the things that is interesting, is that Donald Trump has done exactly what needs to be done in the infrastructure of our court system, and the and part of the infrastructure of our court system is our excuse me our judges. Lots of federal judges have been moved. I mean, have been implemented over. Over 150 new federal judges, which which are eventually going to change um, the the picture of how things are are done, eventually, uh, and Supreme Court justices. And to Donald Trump's credit, he had a list of people from the start. He didn't make any bones about it. Got got a list together and said, these are the people that I'll nominate. And it stayed on that list. So this is exciting. Stay calm. Stay focused. Yeah, I'm 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 sort of watching I'm watching one of the monitors. Uh and Grady Judd is putting up pictures of some of the some of the quote peaceful protesters. 
and the stuff that they, they, they're just not going to allow, just not going to allow. Um, he's approaching this like he approach, approaches any press conference that you see Grady Judd. And then there are people in the people in the comments saying, "Put on your mask." How childish. Anyway, uh, so I'll start watching that and pay more pay, pay more attention to you. Let's we're gonna take a little break. We'll be back with more of the morning report here on. Uh, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. We'll be back right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's flower shop. Tampa's premier flower shop at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not and at 727-232 especially here in the Tampa Bay area. Well now I have the answer dbctampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com, and you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. All right. I'm not sure what's going on. My friend Paul says that my my volume is a little, my audio is a little, little low, and then I couldn't hear the other spots at all. I'm not sure what the hell's going on. But there's always something going on, isn't there? Um, I, I guess what I should say this is that we're being attacked again by mainstream media because we, we're getting the word out, and nobody wants us to get the truth out. Nobody wants that. Hang on a second. I want, I want to try something. You ready? Couldn't hear that at all. Don't know why. Let me let me flip this around here for a second. Nope. Gains on the microphone way the hell up. <laughs> as a matter of fact, it's blowing my ears out. Blowing my ears. Blowing my ears out. You hear what I'm saying? Blowing Willie's ears out. Let's see, let me open that up. And that seems to be at everything at full volume there. Oh, well, that's the wrong one. That won't do. Oh, and that seems to be at full volume. I don't know what's going on, Paul. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to finish it. How about that? Uh, that's at 96. That needs to be at 100. I'm going to finish it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to finish it. Don't know what's going on, but I'm going to finish it. Hey, listen, the second thing I want to talk about today is black on black crime. BLM. You know, I had some thoughts this weekend. Maybe I should put this in a segment called for your consideration, but I, I won't. I'll, I'll just do it like this for now. Maybe we'll expand on it 
in the YouTube program if you choose to. Just let me know. Send me an email at fightbackmedia at gmail.com, fightbackmedia at gmail.com, fightbackmedia at gmail.com, and uh, let me know. Maybe this will be a little tease for you. As a person of color, a black person, African-American, Negro, colored, been referred to it all, as all those things in my in my lifetime, in my lifetime. When I was born, I was Negro, and then as I was a small child, I was colored. Uh, I was I was colored and, and a Negro, and then as a young adult or, 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 or adolescent, I was black, and was told to say it loud: "I'm black and I'm proud." Right. And then later on, in my in my uh, young adult life, I was African American, because that was my heritage, like Italian American or Irish American or Sudanese American or Mexican American or whatever. So where where are your people from? And I would tell people all the time, my people are from Florida, Georgia, and New Jersey. No, no, man. No, brother, where are your people from? Mm, New Jersey? And I didn't I didn't get it then, and I, and I guess I don't get it now. Because those are where my people are from. My people are the people that I know. You hear, you hear me? You know what I'm saying? My people are the people that I know. I don't know of any heritage of any people I know from from the motherland. I don't know. And all I got to go by right now is my slave name. If that's how you're going to put it. It's all I got to go by right now. And that's the one that my parents gave me. The people who gave me life, that's the name they gave me. My real name may be Kunta Kente. But my mama called me Kizzy. I know that's a, I understand how that's kind of a mixed metaphor. And I understand. But you got to get that. I understand that they call me Toby. But I named my baby Kizzy. And that's the name that everybody else knows her by. So my my real name, my African name, if indeed I am from Africa, I may be. I may be from my people may be from the um from the West Indies. I don't know. I don't know. And it's never been important to me. I know for some people that is that stuff is super important to them because they need an identity. I will tell you right now, what I was able to do was that I found my identity in Christ. So I didn't need an earthly identity. I don't need an earthly identity to go by. I don't need an earthly identity to go by. I don't have to identify as a black, African-American, Negro, colored person. I don't have to identify with that. 
There's so much talk about identity. Well, I identify as a non-binary, queer, dot, 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 friggin' dot, right? I don't have, because people are searching for an identity. Well, I found my identity in Christ, and that's good enough for me. That's good enough for me. So now we have, um, see, and I went through all that to tell you, because we have to understand how we have to kind of understand how we got here. So now we have this couple of gen, couple or three generations of people in the nation who do not know where their identity lies. You know, so often you know, when I was running for office, I heard you need to get out to the black churches. You need to get out to the black churches, and I always thought, no. First of all, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to sit up in their pulpit, and. Um, not preach the word of God, just was, oh, vote for me because, because, you know, vote for me, please. That's not what I want you to do. Because at the time, especially, I had responsibilities in my own church. And what bothered me about politicians was that would do that. They obviously didn't have responsibilities in their own church. But they're willing to sit up in somebody else's church, you know, for political reasons, for campaign reasons. I told my pastor I wouldn't do that, that I would not, that I would not miss a service campaigning. He looked at me kind of weird. I said, I won't do it. I have responsibilities here. And maybe you know, people are going to say, well, that's why you lost. Well, that's why you, you, you didn't qualify. Maybe so. But it was okay. I won, though. I won. So... I never, I never thought it was important for that reason, but I also thought, didn't think it was important because there were a lot of people who were sitting in those pews because of the social gospel that had been, that that was being preached in the in the quote black churches for the past thirty plus years, is that those people in those churches, a lot of them, didn't identify as Christians. People in Christian churches did not first identify as Christians, but first identified as black. They didn't know their they didn't know their identity. So now, fast forward to now, when you say black ma- black lives matter, the those people identify first with being black. My friend Alfonso Ra- Alfonso Rachel said this beautifully, that this is why you get the reaction. When you counter, actually when you counter with anything, but when you counter with all lives matter, that's why you get the reaction. Because these people identify as black first. Because they've been taught to. They've been taught to. They've been socialized to. Some people will tell you, black first. I'm black first. So you will identify, some people will identify with a skin color that's microns thick or microns thin before they identify with anything else, before they will identify with anything else, something that they didn't choose, they'll identify with. They did not choose to be born to a black family and and, and walk around in their lives, in that black skin. They did not choose this, but they all identify with it. 
And as soon as somebody figured out that they could use that, that they could use that for political gains, game over, baby. It was easy. It was just too easy at that point. Because you didn't have to explain anything. You didn't have to... You didn't have to explain anything. You didn't have to uh, come up with with reasonings. You didn't have to come up with a, a, a cogent arguments for anything. You didn't you didn't have to use logic. You didn't have to uh, care about um, con- uh, anything. You just had to be able to divide it up: spy versus fi- spy versus spy, black versus white, bingo, bango, boingo, easy. Institute the word racist all over. Context doesn't matter. Nuance doesn't matter. Not History doesn't matter. That's it. I'm black first. And if I'm black first and you say all lives, then you, what you're saying is that my life doesn't matter. Now I know that that's a, a specious argument and it's ridiculous. And it's like a 12-year-old girl. I get that. But that is where we are. So... I'm getting there. I am. I'm getting there. Just hang on with me just a few more minutes. I, I promise I'll be done in, in six or seven minutes. I promise. <laughs> like a pastor with a, with, you know, with a fake clothes, uh, trial clothes. So now, because we have socialized 30 years, maybe more, 40 years of black first, and I told you that that context and nuance and facts no longer matter. It's just black first. So when a criminal, literally somebody who runs afoul of the law and manages to get himself killed or herself killed, the argument can't be made anymore that that person was committing a crime or in the act of criminal behavior or at least or, or or inappropriate behavior or even criminal behavior that's no longer relevant or germane to but they were black and they were killed by a white cop the whole system's racist burn it to the ground a lot because a lot of you who say, I don't want to talk about politics. Remember that from earlier? This has been going on for the whole for the whole time. You've been okay with Miss Black America. You've been okay with Miss Black Teen America. You've been okay with BET. You've been okay. Because you've not been because you've not said anything, even what you were thinking, because you didn't want to get it into a political conversation or an argument because you're a damn coward that you denied your own thoughts everyone's thought about it everyone's thought why has got to be a Miss Black Beauty Pad why has got to be a black entertainment network they could have called it anything else there's a reason why he called it BET black entertainment there was a reason because of what I just said if you identify as black then you will identify as as being a person who wants to watch the Black Entertainment Network. It's very well thought. This, this has been very well thought out over a long period of time. 
the marketing has been genius because that's all it is. So now we have a concept of we can't even talk about black on black crime because if black to these people, if you're black first, then that is the penultimate thing to be, then there can't be black on black crime. Then we have to call it proximity crimes and white people do it too. Remember I said facts and nuance don't work? It doesn't matter that last year, nine, nine, nine black people were killed by police. Unarmed black people were killed by police. Nine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what goes on in a... You know what? It doesn't matter what goes on in Chicago every night. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Why? Because being black is the penultimate thing to be to these people because that's their identity. Whatever your identity is, it is is the penultimate thing to be. Even in a city, and I'm going to say this because this is important that we know this, even in a city that is getting better, it's getting better. I mean, I, I, we, I mean, we have to again give everybody their due. It's getting better. September to date in Chicago, fifty people were shot and killed. Two hundred were shot. Two hundred twenty-two were shot and wounded. Last week, fourteen people were killed. Were shot and killed. And the and the mayor of Chicago says it's everybody else's fault. Most of the shootings and the murders, murders are happening in black neighborhoods. Most of them are, most of the victims are black. A person is shot every two hours and two hours, four minutes in Chicago. A person is murdered. Two people are murdered every day. 11 hours, 11 hours, four minutes. It is amazing. And unfortunately, a lot of these victims are black. And a lot of their murderers are also black. We got more of that going on than we have anything else. Let me help you with this and I'll let you go. If you are on fire, put yourself out first before you start worrying about that your arm is broken. If your arm is broken and you're on fire, your biggest problem is that you're on fire. And then when you put the fire out, fix your arm. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you've got tennis if you've got uh, a hurt knee if your arm is broken, fix your arm. That's the thing that's broken. Fix that first. And when you get that, when you put the fire out and you get your arm fixed, then look at your knee. See if you can get your knee straightened out. It doesn't matter if you have a hangnail. Once you get your knee straightened out, then deal with your hangnail. Deal with the biggest thing in your community first. Deal with that first. And right now, the biggest thing isn't 
police shooting on unarmed black people. It's, it, it's the thing that gets the most press. As we learned from the, uh, the video um, from Red River TV. It's the, thing, it's the thing that's going to get the most press, but it's not the thing that matters the most. Not the most important thing. Fix that first. My name is Willie Lawson. This is the Morning Report here on fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. Um, you can go, again, fightbackmedia.com has has embedded the sponsor report in it. You just click on, on, on go to fightbackmedia.com and click on the sponsor report. Bingo, bango, boingo. Through the wonders and the magic of the internet, you are there. And I understand you can do the very same thing on the sponsor report. Sponsorreport.net, sponsorreport.net, sponsorreport.net. Make sure that you do it. Make sure you get it done until until we see you again. Go out here and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.